learning the uh, we're learning the haftarah. Uh, this week we're up to the haftarah. That's the end of Parashat Mas'eh. and uh, it's one of the uh, the big three. The big three is Tlat de Puranuta. The three haftarot that discuss the. Puranut, the destruction of Yerushalayim. Last week we read the Vrei Yirmiyahu. This week is Shem'u Devar Hashem, also by the Prophet Yirmiyahu. And of course next week, Shiavu Aleinu Letovah will be the famous Haftarah of Shabbat Hazon. So we're in a, a series of Haftarot, very, very sad Haftarot to be honest with you. It's said because the terrible chastisements from God through the Prophet. It's almost when you read the Haftarah, it's like you see a, a, a couple that's getting into a bit of argument. The Hatan and the Kanan, they're fighting. and You see the names that are being sent through the Prophet to B'nai Yisrael. In this, in this Haftarah, the Prophet tells the Jewish people that they're acting like a zona. <laughs> it's a heavy word. And you have over here all different types of claims that the Shekhinah through Yirmiyah is telling the Jewish people. Very, very sad. Very sad Haftarah. To the extent that at the end of the Haftarah, they don't want to end it on a, on, on a bad note. I mean, the, the, the last pasuk technically of the Haftarah is, you know, uh, it's going to be bad and uh, there's going to be destruction. So the Sefaradim, they... Uh, you know, they add a pasuk. They add a pasuk just to end it off and, uh, you know, and everybody lives happily ever after. They need to, to mitigate it so it doesn't, uh, doesn't end on a sour note. All right, let's see what the, uh, the Prophet Yirmiyah has to say to us over here today. Shim'u devar Adonai bet Yaakov v'chol mishpechot bet Yisrael. Sometimes the Jewish people are referred to as Bet Yaakov. Sometimes they're referred to as Bet Yisrael. Yaakov represents the lower level people. Yaakov, Ekev. Ekev is the heel, the lower level. Bet Yisrael represents Yashar El, the higher level people. In the times of Yirmiyah, the Avonot were equal opportunity. Uh, the Jewish people were sinning from the bottom to the top. So therefore, the prophecy goes not only to Beit Yaakov, but it also goes to Beit Yisrael. As we're going to see, the sins were committed by the leaders, the sins were committed by the Kohanim, by the Hachamim. Ko Hashem, this is the word of God. So say the Lord. Mam matzu avotechem bi'avid. It says, what... What, uh, what iniquity, what wrong did your fathers, the ones that came to Eris Israel, what wrong did they see in me? They distanced themselves from me. They went after Abu Dazara, heaven. That's a strange language. The Abu Dazara is called heaven, it's vanity, it's, it's nothing, it's naught. Zero. Heaven. Air. Hawa. And they themselves became 
Hebel. So there's different explanations. I saw one explanation from Harav Hida in Sabarish Shalal. It's one thing if a person commits Averot. Fine, that's between him and God. But there's another person that says, the more the merrier. And he comes along and he enlists other people in the Avera. That's called the Hotel Mahati. And the Hotel Mahati, person that sins and causes other people to sin, they don't allow this person to make the Shuvah. That's a grave sin. Sins should be personal. It shouldn't be a public event. And therefore, the Pasuk says, It's not enough that you went against the heaven, but you caused others to sin as well. You, you know, when you made an Abu Dazara party, you invited other people to, to participate. You caused others to become filled with the heaven. That would be according to the Pshat. Rav uh, Khidadan says another explanation. He says that a person uh, has a neshama, and the neshama is connected to what we call the Shoresh Elyon. The Shoresh Elyon is its, is its roots. And the goal is to keep a nice connection so the flow, the flow of the upper worlds comes down into the person's neshama, and that's where the benakat comes from. You want to make sure that the pipes are, uh, are open. When we say the word mazal, that a person has mazal, mazal means he has a flow. Although they, they, they translate it inaccurately, you know, mazal, good luck, you know, mazal, to good luck. There's no such thing as luck, we don't believe in luck. Mazal means like yizalmayim. There's a, there's a flow of shefa. The mazal should be a good flow, it should be a continuous flow. So, it's, it's two things that happen over here. When a person goes after the heaven, what ends up happening? He causes the flow that's coming from the upper worlds to become, to become clogged as well. So that's another way. It causes the flow that's coming from the upper worlds to become uh, compromised as well. So that would be a, a second interpretation. Fine. There's a... Uh, Beautiful Musar from the Benish Chai. So you know, you're never supposed to give up Ruchniyut for Gashmiyut. There are a lot of people that, you know, they say, you know what, I can't pray with a Minyan today, I need to go and uh, go make some money. The Midrash writes, Kol Ali Anybody that listens to my word will not lose that. You don't lose that by following. But if you don't have imunah, so then you always put the religion last in. Your priorities are more, you know, I have to eat first. I got to go make money first. Okay, fine. But what happens? A lot of times what happens is the guy leaves the minyan and doesn't pray. And he goes to work. And in the work he doesn't succeed either. So therefore it's a double loss. Bishlam, if he would have made some money, he's okay, at least I made some money. But a lot of times the Ben Shai says he goes, he's not going to be successful. So therefore he says, They went and they chose heaven over Ruchniyut. They chose heaven. And what happened when they chose heaven? The heaven became heaven. They didn't succeed with the heaven they were doing. They didn't make the, uh, they didn't make the sale. The, so, the, so the guy sees the next day, did you make the sale? You missed Minyan yesterday. No, I didn't make the sale either. So, the double, uh, double heaven. Heaven, 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 heaven square. 
So that's, uh, that's the way Harav, uh, Harav Benish Hai explains. Good. The people did not want to return back to God and they didn't say, they didn't say, where is God? They didn't contemplate to say, where is the God uh, that took us out of Mitzrayim? All the Hasadim, God's reminding them of all the kindnesses. Always when it talks about Mitzrayim, Hama'aleh. It's beautiful. Hama'aleh. It was an elevation for Klaiseth Mitzrayim. Hama'alikotanu ba Midbar. He went into the Midbar. What was the Midbar? Be'eris Araba. Araba is a, is, is, is a dry land. Vishuha. It has pits and, and, and holes. Be'eris Siyah. Barren. Tzalmavet. Dark. Be'eretz lo abar ba'ish, a place where there's no civilization. Ve'lo yashav adam sham. And what happened? Jewish people were there, and it was like living in paradise. They had lighting, and they had air conditioning, and they had food on a daily basis, and they had water. So the prophet is coming to say, you didn't remember what I did for you. What wrong did I, what, what wrong did I do to them? This is a spouse telling his wife, I gave you everything. I provided you all the luxuries, even in places that nobody can provide like I provided for you, in places that nobody would be able to provide. What wrong did I do? Like, Jesus was pleading with B'nai Israel, and then you come along and you, that's how you pay me back? With Abu Dazara? The Gemara in Berachot, we learned it in the Dafa Yomi. The Gemara says that uh, any place that Adam Arishon uh, looked at and decided here's going to be civilization so people would eventually live in that area of the world. And any place that Adam Arishon, you know, did not decide it should be populated and civilized, so there's no, uh, there's no people living in there. That's the Gemara Berachot. It's an amazing thing. Adam Arishon, we think that why do certain people live in certain areas and certain people don't live in other areas? We think, okay, because, you know, uh, it's the way it worked out. No. If there's people living in the United States, don't give the credit to Columbus. Give the credit to Adam Arishon. Adam Arishon already saw this mass of land and said, there's going to be people living in here one day. And so on and so forth, and all the other places. So Rav Pam, Alam Shalom, he says that uh, part of a place being civilized, there's two levels of civilization. One is to be civilized that people could live there, suitable for people. And then there's another civilization that it's suitable for Jews, that Jews would be able to live there. Oh, my favorite part of the shi'ur, to mute our members. I look forward to it every week. Thank you very much for the pleasure. Okay. In any event, so you see over here what? That has to be also civilized for Jews. And Rafam Allah shalom it goes on a long uh, talk where he says how important it is to set up uh, kolelim. He talks about setting up kolelim in different uh, communities and they become now the cause that the community could be civilized by Jews. You need a kolelim, you need Torah. And he, he gives them a device, beautiful advice. 
He tells them when you go into a town and open up a kolel, eventually your job is to learn all day long and learn with Baal Batim in the morning, learn with them at night, if they need advice, if they need guidance. Yeah, you have Torah perspective. But he tells them, do not involve yourself in politics and do not involve yourself in zealotry. You're not coming there to make, uh, accept everybody. Because once already you're going to involve yourself in, you know, uh, we got to fight this, so we got to, then already you're ostracizing yourself from the people, you're not going to be able to, so you have to be, you know, as if you don't see anything. Your goal is to be Mikarev. He says that that's a, a very, uh, very great thing. We, we, we know it over here, we're giving this class in Deal, New Jersey over here. Uh, you know, Deal, New Jersey is a great, great place, nothing to talk about. And what makes it great? Not because of the pizza store, not because of the, uh, not because of the deal casino. What makes it great is because many, many years ago, Rabbi Diamond came, may live and be well, and he opened up a kolel. Now, you have to know the kolel was opened up in a very remote area, Wikipeco Road, a windy road, all the way down the middle of nowhere. So you really didn't think, what has this place in the middle of the boondocks going to have any influence on the community? But exactly, you had 15 or 10 rabbis learning Torah, and sure enough, that's the seeds that were planted that eventually have a, an ir Torah. So we have to thank Adam Arishon for not only making places uh, civilized for humans to live, but we have to thank the Tamid Hachamim, that also Bechinat Adam, that they go along and they make places that are suitable and fit for, uh, for Jews to live. Uh, I have to tell you, and if we're saying this, we have to give a, a credit also to our friends of the Chabad Shalihut. The Rebbe, Allah Shalom, did an amazing thing. He actually made the whole world suitable and fit for Jewish people to live, which is a tremendous thing. It's a Behinat Adam Arishon. Now a Jew can go to Dubai, a Jew can go to... I had a Chabad Shaliyah yesterday that I met, uh, and he's the Chabad from, from Africa. In Africa, in the middle of uh, Ghana. Ghana, imagine that, Ghana. So he told me, he says, there's Jews over there, they need matzah. But the problem is, he can't ship the matzah to where they need it because of the corona. So he had a hard time getting the matzah to them. They're only allowing to ship medical supplies. So he said, wait, the Zohar Kadosh calls the matzah, uh, it's the medicine of Imunah, so it's medicine. So he went to the doctor in Ghana, over there you can do anything on a, for a dollar, and they write him a, a prescription. Yes, this patient needs to eat two matzahs a day, uh, doctor's orders. They shipped it, they gave it to DHL. Is this medicine? Yeah, here's a doctor's prescription, they shipped it. So look at that, the Habal guy gave the guy matzah for Pesach. My point is that as a result of these Jews that are going all over the world, they're making it not only suitable for Adam, but suitable for Adam a Yehudi. Okay, that's uh, compliments of uh, Rapam Rabotai. This is the book. You don't need me. I'm an audio book. I'm just reading what he says in the book. You get the book. Rapam and Haftarot. A tremendous, tremendous uh, treasure that they gave. Okay, next question. I brought you to the place of Eres Karmel, the place of orchards and uh, vineyards. To eat from the fruits and the goodness. Vatavo'u, and you came, and what did you do? Vatitame'u et arzi, you brought Tum'ah to my land with Avodah Zarah, v'nachal tachalati samtem leto'eva, and you caused uh, that the land that I love now became abominable. 
Of course, we learned from the Talmud Yerushalmi on this pasuk. The Talmud Yerushalmi has a unfavorable opinion, you know, of those on the Zohar Kadosh actually has an unfavorable opinion of those that come along and send their dead bodies to Eretz Israel. The Zohar Kadosh says, "Well, you came to me my land." And therefore, although we don't hold like that in the halakha, we hold that it's a kapara, but the Zohar, I asked Rav Chaim Kanievsky that question once. I said, do we follow this? Remember, I asked him? Yeah, 10 years ago, I asked Rav Chaim, do we follow this Zohar Kadosh that says, that you can't send bodies to Israel? He says, no, 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 we don't follow it. Okay. Now, the list. The list of perpetrators, Rabotai. Unseemly list of perpetrators. Number one, top of the list. Kohanim, the Kohanim that are supposed to be the teachers of Klai Yisrael. Lo Amiru, they didn't rebuke the people. And they didn't tell them, Hashem, where is God? The Tofseha Torah, Tofseha Torah, those that hold on to the Torah, those are the rabbis of the Sanhedrin. Lo Yida'uni, they didn't. They didn't want to know me. Yuda'uni, they didn't connect to me. They learned Torah, but it wasn't with the Dibikut. Yuda'uni. Varu'in, those are the kings. Pash'ubi, they were making sins. Varnevi'im, the prophets. False prophecies. Nibi'uba Ba'al, they were prophesizing in the names of Abu Dazara. Varharilu yu'ilu, there's no benefit from them halakhu they went. So you look at this over here. Arab Hida says Tofseha Torah. There's a special claim against the rabbinate. What's the claim against the rabbinate? So he says an amazing, amazing story. Amazing Dirash. And there's a Hashkaha over here, and I'll tell you the Hashkaha. Today, when I was preparing the, the Navi class, so a young rabbi from the community called me. And he asked me uh, if it's uh, if it's appropriate to do a certain uh, you know uh, a certain wedding to perform a certain wedding. I told him it's illegal. It's illegal to perform a wedding in such a way. But he said, yeah, but it's not. Uh, it's illegal, but everybody does it. It's like jaywalking. Jaywalking is also illegal. I told him you're a rabbi. I said, if you're going to show your congregation that you can do something. Small illegal, they say, well, if the rabbi can do a small infraction, I can do, I can do something big. I said, the rabbi has to be above any, any uh, 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 claims like that, you know. Once you start getting into the business of teaching your students that you can make a small avon, they say, well, rabbi, small avon, he's religious, I'm not religious, I'll make a big avon. So look at that, right after I told him that, I see the chida. It's unbelievable hashkaha. So very shalal. He says, the Torah, Tofseh Torah is the hachamim. Lo yida'uni. They didn't know me. What does it mean they didn't know me? He says, Efshar lomar b'mashi yadua Shatamideh hachamim srichim lizaher me'od Tamideh hachamim have to be very careful. Afilu bekalut. Even in the kalut, even in the, the small things. Dechol ha'am yalfem bekalkalta. They all learn from them. Shim ro'im shatamideh hachamim. Sadikim. They're making Averot, the people come along and say, hey, not He says, for example, The rabbis talk during the prayers. 
and uh, uh, they're not behaving in a, in a proper way. So the Ashirim come along and they make a Kabahome. They say, Zehachamit the bit betoka tefila. The rabbi talks in the middle of the services. Kabahome ba'atzmam. What do you want me to do? Ubeot shikurim sefetorah. And so on and so forth. And then they make it even more. If they see the rabbi talking in Lashon Ara. So therefore, there's a bigger claim in Tofsea Torah. So Rav Hida says, unbelievable. The Ru'im are the, are the leaders, are the committee, the people in the synagogue, the leaders of the community. So he says, what happens? He reads the Pasuk like this. The Tofsea Torah lo yida'uni. Lo yida'uni, they don't know me. They keep it small in fractions. It's lo yida'uni. But what ends up happening? Ve'aru'im pash'ubi. But what happens to the people? The lo yida'uni of the Tufsir Torah turns into pishaim of the, of, 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 of the people. The hakam does something small. But the people interpret the small for themselves into a heter to do pishaim. Very, very, very strong, uh, strong Musa. Fine. Nachen. Lachen, look at this, look at these words here now. Lachen, od Bore Allah, I'm going to fight you, I'm going to take revenge. Neum Hashem, vet bene benechem ariv. I'm going to fight against you, I'm going to fight against your children, grandchildren. And then Bore Allah says to the Prophet, ki ibru iyekitiyim. Go to the islands of the Kitiim. Those, these are people, Kitiim, the, the Kitiites. Uru, and go look at them in Hag. The Kedar, go to Kedar. Shilu, send messengers to Kedar. Go see what's going on over there. Vidbonenu meod. Pay attention. Uru, en haitakazot. Go to these islands of the Goyim. Have you seen such a travesty? Like we're seeing over here, it's happening in Klai said, even by the Goyim, it's not as bad. Why? Ha-himir goy Elohim. Does a goy ever trade in his God? Does a goy ever cheat on his God? Does a goy ever uh, disrespect his God? Vehema lo Elohim. Even though they're not gods. That means the Goyim have emunah in a lo Elohim, in a non-god. How do we know it's a non-god? Well, they created it. They made it themselves. It's not going to be a god that's fashioned by their own hands. And even though they know it's a low Elohim, they're loyal to it. They're loyal to it. Ve'ami, my nation, himir kevodo belo yo'il. They took kevodo, which is something real, belo yo'il for no purpose. Which means you don't even have the loyalty that the goy has for his nonsense. And then Borei Olam says to the Prophet, Shomu Shamayim Alzot. Shomu Shamayim Alzot. Which means uh, the sky, the sky is, 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 is going to be remain barren from clouds, from rain, from Beracha, on this travesty. Vesa'aru, there's going to be tempests and winds. Harebu and destruction me'od. Wow, three things. Shemama, Sa'ara, and Hurban. Neum Hashem says God. 
keeps on pushing. Kishtayim ra'ot asa'im ammi. Two evils they did. Kishtayim ra'ot asa'ammi. What's the two evils? Oti azebu bekor ma'im hayim. Okay, fine. They left the wellspring that's filled with fresh water. Okay, that's a crime in itself. What are you leaving the, the fresh waters for? But must be they went to a place that has better water. Okay, so you say, okay, they left the good water to get better water. No. Lachsov lahem borot borot nishbarim. Ashedo yachidu amayim. And where do they end up going? To cracked wells. To wells that have cracks that cannot even contain any water in it. So they went from a wellspring of fresh water and they went to a place that's empty. So that's a double sin. That's a double sin. You know, somebody's, uh, somebody's married. Uh, he leaves his wife. He says, okay, he left his wife. Must be he found, you know, went to, found a beautiful lady, something. And all of a sudden, he went to some... Uh, not enough to avon, you left your wife. But <laughs> to what? It's a double, it's, it makes the Avon that much greater. Maim is, it refers to the, 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 the Torah, spirituality, religion, God. And now the Navi comes along and says, this is the claim that the Jewish people have. Ha'ebed Yisrael. Are we considered like an Ebed, Ebed Kenani? The Jewish people say, why are we so abused? Why, why, why do the nations of the world treat us so, uh, 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 so bad? Ha'evid Yisrael? Im yelid bayit? Are we the son of a, of a maidservant? Who? Umadua haya lavaz. Why are the Jewish people lavaz? Lavaz means lavaz, we're, we're looted, we're pillaged. Why? Alab yishagu kefirim. Kefirim is referring to the lions, referring to the nations of the world, the kings and the enemies. They threaten us. They threaten to destroy us. They raise their voice against us. And they take our land and they destroy it and make it desolate. They burnt our cities down. There's nobody settling there anymore. And the prophet is saying, why? Why does that happen to Christ? Are we Ebed Kenani? Why is our status like that? The prophet says, even the nations that you put your trust in, North and Tachpanches, those are cities in Mitzrayim, they're going to break your heads also. Even the nations that you trusted, one day are going to turn on you and they're going to, they're going to break your heads. Uh, you know why this is happening? Don't ask. God says, I'll tell you why it's happening. Hello, Zot. You did it to yourself. Because you left God for the Avodah Zarah. At the time that God was trying to teach you the right way, the right road, instead of learning the right road to the Torah, you left God and you went to the Avodah Zarah. Now the rebuke continues. Malach! What did you go to the Mitzrayim for? Lishtot Meshichor? What are you thought? The Nile River is going to give you Beracha? Uh, Meshichor is the Nile. You went to Ashur, is Babylonia. 
to drink water from the Euphrates, which means you're going to seek help from your friends in Babel. Like today, the Jews have friends in the government in America, you have friends in politics. What are you going to go seek the, seek the help of, your, of, of these people? Of you think they're going to be able to help you? The punishment is not coming because of your connections or your lack of connections. The punishment is coming because of your abonot. Which is until you make teshuvah, all your connections and all your people who you know, and like we see that one time. But all the connections that we have, uh, what, what do we do for you over here? Look what happened in New York City. Is, 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 there, is there more Jews connected? There's no denomination that's more connected in New York City to the governors and to the politicians than the Yehudim. Look what happened. Nothing, zero. Why? Because. It's the evil that causes the Yisudim. It's the bad that brings the Yisudim. The fact that you turned away from me, Lashiv, you turned away from me, that's your chastisement. Ud'i, ud'i. Kira umar, or vamar, ozbechet Hashem It's always a bitter ending, those that leave God. Velo pahdati elayich. And you have no fear of me. Now God says, what did I do to you till this point? Forever, for time immemorial, I broke your yoke. Those that tried to put a yoke on your neck, the goyim, I broke it for you. Those that tried to put you in shackles, I broke the shackles. Aren't we in shackles? What did God do? He broke them. Vatomeri. And what did you tell me? Now the spouse tells the, the, the wife, you lied to me. You lied to me. Why? What did you say? Lo evor. You said, I won't do it again. I won't do Okay, I'm sorry. I won't worship Abu Dazara anymore. Ki alkol betahat kol anan. And instead, under every mountain you put an Abu Dazara, and under every tree you built an Asherah. At so'ah, you're traveling. Oh, zona like a zona. That's a, that's a, you cry when you hear that. Oh, shit. Kadosh Baruch Hu causes people zona. Echa hayeta le zona, kiriyane emana, like it says in Echa. But it says, you're like a harlot that has no loyalty. You run from one to another, and you tell the, the your first one, no, I, I won't, I won't uh, uh, be disloyal anymore. And you can't trust the zona. And you end up going from one Abu Dazra to the next. And then the Prophet says, and how did it happen? How did it happen? I planted B'nai Yisrael like a fine vine. You know, you go to the Napa Valley, they have the nice vines over there. Nice wines. You go to France, to the chateaus. Have nice, nice vines. That's called a netatik sorek. Sorek is a, you know a good, a good, uh, good vine of wine, fine wine. Kudlo zera emet. Unbelievable. God says, look at your lineage. Your lineage is called zera emet. I'll explain to you what zera emet means. Zera emet means. Abraham Avinu Alaba Shalom was barren for many years. 
Why? Because Bore Olam wanted to break the connection between him and Terah. You're not related to Terah, which means you have to break the connection. So when Yitzhak is going to be born, Yitzhak is born from Abraham, not Terah. Because Abraham, who is the son of Terah, cannot have children. Then see what's happening over here? So the fact that he's barren for so many years, it's almost as if Abraham becomes Abraham. He's a different man. He's not related. So Yitzhak, Yitzhak does not, if somebody asks you, who is Yitzhak's grandfather? You answer, he didn't have a grandfather. He did not have a grandfather. What do you mean have a grandfather? Abraham did not. You're right, biologically, maybe. But a godfather, a grandfather, he didn't have. He's not related to him. That's what the Pasuk says. Ve'ele toledot Yitzhak ben Abraham. Abraham holidit Yitzhak. Tell me twice. Because it's coming to tell me. Abraham holidit Yitzhak. It started from Abraham. Where is this? No, Terah. is out of the picture. That's called Zera Emet. The Zera of B'nai Yisra has no dregs. It has no, uh, no, uh, 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 no negative. Sarah Emenu. Sarah was Akara. Why? She came from a compromised lineage as well. Right? Haram. No good. So therefore, Akara. Broken. Now Yitzhak Avinu did not have to be in Akar because already he's from Abraham, he's already, he's already good. Nor did Yaakov have to be Akar because already they cut off from Terah. That's Zerah Emet. However, look at the Imahot. The Imahot all were Akarot. Rivka, Akara, she has to break off from Betuel. Rachel is Akara, she needs to break off from Laban, even Le'a says the Ben Ishmael was Akara. It just, she didn't have to pray. The Pasuk says that Hashem saw ki sinu'a Le'a v'teftachat Rahmat. She was an Akara also. But because she was sinu'a, so Borealan gave her a... So you see that all the Imahot were Akarot. Why? To break their connection. So Borealan look, look how much pain I went through in order to break the Imahot and Avot from the previous... That's called Zera Emet. And what happened? How'd you turn into, into, into the bad, the bad vines? Those bad vines that sometimes get caught up in the, uh, in, the, in, in, in the grape wine, that you have to you know, cut them out, sour grapes. How did that happen? How, how, can, how can you have from Zedah Emet? You want to hear a nice Benish Hara? We'll tell you in a minute. The Benish Hara says, Vanuchine Tatik Sorek Kulo Zera Emet. He says, How many mitzvot do we have? We have 613 mitzvot. How many mitzvot do the Goyim have? Seven. So how many more mitzvot do we have than them? 606. That's why when Ruth converted to Judaism, she didn't change her name because she had the perfect name. Normally a convert, he changed the name. But Ruth is a perfect name for a convertist. Resh Vav Tap is 606. By converting, she accepted upon herself 606 more mitzvot than she had. So they say, oh, don't change the name. That, that, that's a perfect name. Yitro also. Yitro also has in it uh, Tafresh Vav. 
they added the yud because he came at aser the berot. So you throw basically is yud taru. Yud, because he showed up at Aser de Berot. But Daru is a great name. And the seven names, Yitro is the, is, is the best name to represent that he has the end of 606. However, the Benish Hai comes and tells us, why do we have so many mitzvot? Why do we have so many mitzvot? So he says, very interesting, because we have Nefesh, Ruach, and Neshama. We're three parts to Neshama. Understand? Nefesh, Ruach, Neshama. And that comes from the Kiddushah. And it's because of the three parts of the Neshama, which is from God, obviously. God provides the Nefesh, God provides the, 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 the Ruach, and God provides the Shema. God forbid when somebody passes away, we say, Yirachem an Nefesh, Ruach, and Shema. It's almost as if that uh, each one is a child of God on its own, he says, the Ben The Nefesh is from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Nefesh, and then you have the Ruach. And then you have the neshama, the three. So he says, how do you say, and the green? what do the green have? They only have nefesh. And even the nefesh that they have is from the kilipa. Unbelievable. Nefesh bahamit. So he says that, how do you say a ben in Aramaic? Baham. You ever go to a bar mitzvah? Why do they call it bar mitzvah? Straight call it ben mitzvah. So the rabbi says, because each part of the nefesh, which is a son of God, product of God, and the ruach is a product of God, and the neshama, each one generates mitzvot. And therefore, if you have three parts, how much does each part generate? 202. 202 times three is 606. Therefore, bar from the nefesh, bar from the ruach, and bar from the neshama. So three times bar, that's bar mitzvah. We're hinting to the, to the Bar Mitzvah boy that you're, you're connected to the Inyan of Ba. You're not a goy. You have nefesh, ruach, neshama. You're connected. Because you have so much spirituality, you can handle the Shabbat goy. You can handle all these uh, mitzvot which are spiritual. You need kelim, right? We're talking about kelim. You need kelim to hold the mitzvot. If you don't have the right kelim, how are you going to hold all these mitzvot? The goy, he doesn't have a keli. He has a nefesh ba'amit. You get seven. But the seven are what? Don't murder. Don't, 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 don't cannibalize your, your, your grandmother. That, maybe stuff, stuff that you have to have just to live in society. But we have what? We have the, 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 the 606 extra. Kenegah nefesh. And that's why the Rab Ben Ishai says that if you look at the word sorek, God says, I planted you sorek. How much is sorek? 606. God says, I planted you, Sorek. You have a nefesh and a ruach and a neshama. Zera emet. Emet is the Torah, which is emet. And what happened? And you ended up becoming nothing. You were becoming, you gave it all up. That's already a phenomenal, phenomenal musar of what time. Phenomenal. Ech nechfakhtli. How'd you turn it against me? But I heard a beautiful explanation also in the words, ech how did you turn against me? So the Mepharshim say, beautiful explanation. Menish Chai said this. But Olam, he gives persons a lot of talents. He gives a person uh, diligence, for example. So what happens? What does he use his diligence for? He uses his diligence for business. And when it comes to the shi'ud, what does he say? Ah, I'm too tired. I'm 
So God comes along and says, I gave you all these korot, how did you use it against me only? When it came to my stuff, you turned around, I don't have diligence, I'm lazy, I'm too tired. When it came to watching television, watching movies, the guy could stay up at 3 o'clock in the morning, no problem. Now as you tell the guy, read some Zohar at night, he falls asleep. How did you turn all your korot against me? He said, you have all these, all, all these korot. When it comes to your business, all of a sudden you're the smartest guy, you have all the energy, all that. When it came to me, you're kaslan, you have no strength, you have no nothing. So God says, how did you turn everything against me? How come when it comes to my business, you have no strength, you have no brains, you have no hukmah, you have no... Only when you want for your stuff, you have kohot. That's a great musar. Rabotai, well, we could talk about these haftarot, but of course the Shabbat is, uh, is on its way. We can already feel the Shabbat coming in, so we have to continue reading. Oh, these are scary pesukim. Even if you wash yourself with this detergent, neter, borit, you put soap, Purell today they would say, borit, sabon, to try to take away the averot, nechtam avonech It's it's a stain that cannot be removed. Unbelievable. It's an indelible mark. That's how. It's amazing they allowed to read this on Shabbat. This, if, if, by the way, the reason why they 